Chapter Eight of Lost Man's Lane by Anna Catherine Green. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. On the stairs. I did not wake up till morning. The room was so dark that in all probability I should not have wakened then if my habits of exact punctuality had not been aided by a gentle knock at my door. Who's there? I called, for I could not say, Come in till I had moved my bed and made way for the door to open. "'Hannah, with warm water,' replied a voice, at which I made haste to rise. Hannah was the woman who had waited on us at dinner. The sight of her pleasant countenance, which nevertheless looked a trifle haggard, was a welcome relief after the sombre features of the night. Addressing her with my usual brusqueness, but with quite my usual kindness, I asked how the young ladies were feeling this morning. Her answer made a great show of frankness. Oh, they are much as usual, said she. Miss Laureen is in the kitchen, and Miss Lucetta will soon be here to inquire how you are. I hope you passed a good night yourself, ma'am. I had slept more than I ought to, perhaps, and made haste to reassure her as to my own condition. Then, seeing that a little talk would not be unwelcome to this hearty woman, tired to death possibly with life in this dreary house i made some excuse for keeping her a few minutes saying as i did so what an immense dwelling this is for four persons to live in or have you another inmate whom i have not seen i thought her buxom colour showed a momentary sign of failing but it all came back with her answer which was given in a round hearty voice oh i'm the only maid ma'am I cook and sweep and all. I couldn't abide another near me. Even Mr. Simsbury, who tends the cow and horse, and who only comes in for his dinner, worries me by spells. I like to have my own way in the kitchen, except when the young ladies choose to come in. Is there anything you want, ma'am? And do you prefer tea or coffee for breakfast? I told her that I always drank coffee in the morning, and would have liked to have added a question or two, but she gave me no chance. As she went out, I saw her glance at my candlestick. There was only a half-burned end in it. She is calculating, too, how long I sat up, thought I. Lucetta stood at the head of the stairs as I went down. Will you excuse me for a few moments, said she. I am not quite ready to follow you, but will be soon. I will take a look at the grounds. I thought she hesitated for a moment. Then her face lighted up. Be sure you don't encounter the dog, she cried, and slipped hastily down a side hall I had not noticed the night before. Ah, a good way to keep me in, I reasoned. But I shall see the grounds yet if I have to poison that dog. Notwithstanding, I made no haste to leave the house. I don't believe in tempting providence, especially where a dog is concerned. Instead of that, I stood still and looked up and down the halls, endeavouring to get some idea of their plan and of the location of my own room in reference to the rest. I found that the main hall ran at right angles to the long corridor down which I had just come, and noting that the doors opening into it were of a size and finish vastly superior to those I had passed in the corridor just mentioned, I judged that the best bedrooms all lay front, and that I had been quartered at the end of what had once been considered as the servants' hall. 
At my right, as I looked down the stairs, ran a wall with a break which looked like an opening into another corridor, and indeed I afterward learned that the long series of rooms, of which mine was the last, had its counterpart on the other side of this enormous dwelling, giving to the house the shape of a long, square U. I was looking in some wonderment at this opening, and marvelling over the extravagant hospitality of those old days which necessitated such a number of rooms in a private gentleman's home, when I heard a door open and two voices speaking. One was rough and careless, unmistakably that of William Knollys. The other was slow and timid, and was just as unmistakably that of the man who had driven me to this house the day before. They were talking of some elderly person, and I had good sense enough not to allow my indignation to blind me to the fact that by that elderly person they meant me. This is important, for their words were not without significance. "'How shall we keep the old girl out of the house till it's all over?' was what I heard from William's surly lips. "'Lucetta has a plan,' was the hardly distinguishable answer. "'I am to take—' that was all I could hear. A closing door shut off the remainder. Something, then, was going on in this house, of a dark, if not mysterious, character, and the attempts made by these two interesting and devoted girls to cover up the fact, by explanations founded on their poverty, had been but subterfuges after all. Grieved on their account, but inwardly grateful to the imprudence of their more than reckless brother for this not-to-be-mistaken glimpse into the truth, I slowly descended the stairs, in that state of complete self-possession which is given by a secret knowledge of the intentions formed against us by those whose actions we have reason to suspect. Henceforth I had but one duty, to penetrate the mystery of this household. Whether it was the one suspected by Mr. Grice, or another of a less evil and dangerous character, hardly mattered in my eyes. While the blight of it rested upon this family, eyes would be lowered and heads shaken at their name. This, if I could help it, must no longer be. If guilt lay at the bottom of all this fear, then this guilt must be known. If innocence, I thought of the brother's lowering brow and felt it incompatible with innocence, but remembering Mr. Grice's remarks on this subject, read an instant lecture to myself, and putting all conclusions aside, devoted the few minutes in which I found myself alone in the dining room to a careful preparation of my mind for its duty, which was not likely to be of the simplest character if Lucetta's keen wits were to be pitted against mine. End of chapter 8